Welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Join your host, Rhonda Arl and Laura Forehand. We want to help you as teachers reach your full potential by keeping you up to date with all the latest and best Whole Brain Teaching strategies. Whole Brain Teaching is a grassroots educational reform movement founded by Coach Chris Biffle, Jay Vanderfin, and Chris Rextad. Whole Brain Teaching's goal is to create peaceful classrooms through orderly fun. To support the podcast, please like and share with other teachers. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. And now, here are Laura and Rhonda. Hi, welcome to Whole Brain Teaching the Podcast. My name is Laura Forehand. I am a Platinum Certified Whole Brain Teaching Instructor, and I'm here with my wonderful friend, Rhonda, who I'll let her introduce herself. Hello, I'm Rhonda Arlt, and I'm a second grade teacher in Goddard, Kansas, and I'm a Platinum Certified Instructor as well, and we are all glad that you are listening with us today. Our podcast today is just you and me. Mm -hmm. We have a very exciting topic to talk about today, and that's the Virtue Calendar. But before we dive in, I just want to check in with each other for a moment. Mm -hmm. Both of us have been using Whole Brain Teaching for six or more years. Laura, how is your school year going? Have you been able to implement any of the things we've discussed on any of our other previous podcasts? Yeah, so my school year is going fairly well, I would have to say, all things considering. So, you know, we have COVID that we're dealing with. Um, We are face-to-face. Um, but I would say everything's going really well, and I've been able to implement quite a bit of the whole brain teaching um, strategies in my classroom. Also, I have tried the trading cards, which Stephanie Meter had talked about on one of our most recent podcasts, and my kids are really enjoying that. I love how she talked about the organizational style that she uses because I've started doing that too, and it really helps because. Prior to that, when I had used the training cards, I didn't use the baseball card sleeve or anything like that. And so cards were just everywhere. And that was a lot of the reason why I kind of backed off from using those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's probably my biggest thing that I've started implementing again. And um, I, I would say that the kids are really loving playing with those training cards. How about you? How's your school year going? Well, like I tell everybody, I have to take it day to day. Right. Um, we are face to face. And I mean, I just don't think some people realize the challenges. I mean, I think they think school is normal, like it always mm-hmm. has been, and it's mm-hmm. not. And, you know, just with some of the different things that we have to do for safety measures and stuff like that, it just adds to your day. And, you know, I don't always feel successful every day. Um, yeah. I'm thankful to have whole brain teaching because, um, they're in their seats quite a bit, but they're getting movement with the gestures and stuff like that. And um, we've had to make some changes to the most basics that we do. Um, they can't teach a partner. So we have them teach themselves in a mirror. So that gets them up out of their seats a little bit. So a lot of adjusting, um, but it's a day-to-day thing. And just hoping people are giving us teachers some grace this year of how we're doing some things. That's a really good point. I mean, I feel like whole brain teaching is something that's very versatile in the classroom and you can make those adjustments, but mm-hmm. it, it is, it, it can be, it can be a little bit stressful at times mm-hmm. in the classroom, Definitely. especially, 
Yeah, when you're used to having your kids up and moving around as much as they have in the past, and they're not able to do that. Um, so definitely, we have had to use a lot more creativity this year. <laughs> definitely. That's, That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So uh, today, as Rhonda said, our topic is a virtue calendar. Um, so what exactly is the virtue calendar, Rhonda? Well, the virtue calendar is an awesome way to weave character education into all our lessons every single day. Mm-hmm. Each day, um, we discuss the daily virtue with our students and we talk about ways that we can exemplify that virtue. So what are the daily virtues that we needed to be need, excuse me, need to be yeah. discussing with our students, Laura? Yeah, absolutely. So the daily virtues are um, each day of the week, there's a virtue. So there's Glorious Kindness Monday positive leadership Tuesday, selfless courage Wednesday, invincible grit Thursday, and brainy creativity Friday. And on the whole brain teaching website, executive board member Sarah Metter has created a virtual calendar, some virtual calendar posters that you can actually print off for each of the days that I just mentioned and display them in your classroom in order to spark those conversations you were talking about for each day's virtue. So I've done this and I have it hanging up. And here lately, we've really started diving into what each one of those posters says and what what are the examples of each one of those virtues. So how then, if we go back to, let's say, Glorious Kindness Monday, how can we um, exemplify the virtue of Glorious Kindness on Monday? Well, the best way we can implement Glorious Kindness Monday goes back to um, our episode 16 podcast on manners. Mm -hmm. Using those manners is a paramount way of showing glorious kindness, as we all know. You add those manners when you're making a request for your students. And the best way to instill glorious kindness in our students is to model it as often as we can during the day. Some other ways students can show glorious kindness is to let another student go in front of them in line. I mean, we have dots on our rug so that they can Mm. social distance away. And occasionally a couple will land on the same spot at the same time and they'll kind of fight about it. And I mentioned glorious kindness to them. And, you know, then one will offer the spot to the other. So um, giving deep, meaningful compliments is another one. And that's kind of what we talked about especially like if you're implementing peace circle Mm -hmm. and this virtue can change the dynamic of your classroom. And I will say it can also even go beyond your classroom. Um, One year I had a parent email me thanking me for um, establishing those manners and this glorious kindness because she was seeing it at home and they had taken it for granted. So that made me feel good that what we were doing in the classroom, the child was taken home. Yeah. So that, those are just some ideas for glorious kindness. Um, I think life kind of in your classroom will present itself with those opportunities as well, you know, on a day-to-day basis. Definitely. So what can you tell us about Positive Leadership Tuesday? Yeah, so Positive Leadership Tuesday. So one of the goals of Whole Brain Teaching is to create leaders in our classroom. So we want students that are gonna get up and lead um, even a whole brain teaching lesson, if you will. And with Super Improver Team, we are looking for those classroom alpha hawks, the strong leaders in our classroom. Um, On Tuesday of each week, this is our chance to exemplify those leadership qualities that we're looking for in all of our students. 
This is the day that we can talk to students about how leaders follow the classroom rules. They strive to be the classroom alpha hawks. They stand up for one another when needed and they encourage each other to have grit. And that is something that I see a lot of in my classroom with one particular student who um, there is one student who is who easily gives up in my classroom. And I have this little girl who is constantly letting this other student know that he can do it, that he has grit and that he can he can do it. And she even offers to help. So that kind of interweaves with your glorious kindness Monday that you're, you were talking about. So they can encourage each other to have grit um, and to be that positive example for other students, both in the classroom and around the entire school building. So when we're talking about these virtues, it isn't something, like you said, it, it transfers to home, but we also just don't want it staying in our classrooms. We want it to transfer right. to other areas of our, of our school building. Um, the beauty is that every student can be a leader and we have to f- be intentional about finding those areas where all of our students can lead, even our beloved rascals. With whole brain teaching, we're seeing now that actually giving those responsibilities, those leadership responsibilities to our beloved rascals can actually help decrease that rascal behavior. It's, it's amazing. Um, you want, you know, and if you want to learn more about the, the alpha hawks that we're talking about here, um, check out our podcast episode with Stephanie meter. It's called all about alpha hawks. Um, it's, it's really a great way to help your students feel, um, a part of the classroom and that they can absolutely lead, um, lessons, rule reviews, all different types of things in your classroom. Um, that gives them that sense of pride and responsibility in your classroom. So as we continue to move on, let's talk about selfless courage Wednesday. How do you implement that in your classroom? Well, with our selfless courage, um, I love it. Many times we think of courage as doing something we don't want to do. But having selfless courage can most definitely mean that students may not want to do a particular lesson, but they can show courage and do it anyway. But another aspect about selfless courage is when students raise their hand and ask a question. Mm. They are showing courage and that question they ask may um, help another student that may have the same question but is afraid to ask. Some other ways to foster selfless courage in our classrooms is to have students lead a whole brain teaching lesson using um, the whole brain teaching cycle, making a smart choice when it's hard, not going along with the crowd, to be a helper to other students who may be struggling with the concept and playing with someone new at recess, someone who maybe even isn't their immediate circle of friends. And I wanna go back to the one that I mentioned about um, having them lead a lesson because Mm -hmm. I think several years, what I love to see is some of my shyest students mm. showing me the courage that they want to go and lead that lesson and bring teaching. And it just blows me away. And I have one little girl that comes to mind. I mean, she would barely talk to me, but she wanted to go up in front of the class and teach um, our problem solving steps in math. And she rocked it. And I was just so proud of her. And I know she was proud of herself too. And I know that took a lot of courage for her to do as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there's many different things that we can think about um, selfless courage. And um, I sometimes think that we forget about that, especially yeah. those shy 
it's having, you know, just the courage to do, you know, certain little things in the mm-hmm. classroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that brings us to Thursday, which is our Invincible Grit Thursday. What can you tell us about that virtue? Yeah, Invincible Grit. That is pretty huge in my classroom. I, I guess I could go back to what I was talking about with selfless courage and my, um, my student who was you know, telling the little boy in my classroom to have grit, that he could do it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a pretty big thing because I think a lot of times when things get hard, it is really easy for students to just give up. Um, you know, I could say that about adults too, myself in particular. Mm-hmm. Hard, you know, it's, it's really easy just to give up. Teaching them about that growth mindset and invincible grit at the beginning of the school year, in my opinion, is really important Um, As you know, some things in second grade are hard for some students from day one. So and and things are hard. And I think especially this past year with so many schools um, closing for that fourth quarter of school, we have students that came into our second grade classrooms um, not having that fourth quarter of school. So they have entire nine weeks of. learning, but not in the traditional classroom sense. So they, you know, they did come in with um, a little bit of a setback, if you will, not having that. Um, So I would say for sure that this year, a lot of students did come in and it was a little bit harder from day one. And I would say also that some of the stamina that I usually see was not there. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So the temptation is to give up when it gets hard. I mean, that's just, that's just our human nature, I think. But by teaching the virtue of invincible grit, this gives students the confidence to press on even when things get hard. Um, some ways to promote invincible grit that I've used in my classroom is to encourage students to work without complaining that that has been a pretty big hurdle to get over this year. And, and in some respects, we're still dealing with that. Oh yeah. I think, yeah, I think though that have having whole brain teaching and having these virtues that keeps that at the forefront of my mind. So when, um, I do see that kids just want to give up or that they are complaining about something, it's easy to, you know, it's easy to go back to that, uh, virtue of having invincible grit and why that, is important, not only in our classroom, but literally in life, in life outside of our school building. So another way is to help someone who is struggling, which reminds me mm-hmm. of that little girl I was talking about, um, respond or show determination when you encounter difficult situations and ask questions when necessary. And again, I'm going to go back to something you said earlier, where we have that opportunity to model that. And so modeling that invincible grit when things are hard for us um, in the classroom, modeling that we're going to keep trying anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know about you, but when we have a student that goes into quarantine, we have to have them zoom into the classroom. And sometimes technology is yeah, we my too. friend. <laughs> so, um, I have a tendency to just get really flustered and um, I've had to show some invincible grit at times 
um, and, and work through those technical sure. situations, even when I really just kind of wanted to throw my hands up and go forget it. So I think modeling right. all of these virtues is, is, is really important as teachers. So finally, we come to that brainy creativity Friday. And how can we implement this in our classrooms? Okay, well, brainy creativity does give our students license to be creative. Mm -hmm. We've talked um, in past podcasts about the importance of adding variety. And brainy creativity gives our students a chance to show us the personalities and variety in our classroom setting. I mean, just like, I mean, it happened to be brainy creativity Friday this last Friday, which was Mm -hmm. close to Valentine's Day. And instead of putting tallies on our scoreboard, I did hearts and they really Uh enjoy just any of that creativity that I can pop into the classroom. So it's not just for the students. It can be like for me too, but um, it gives our students a chance to show off their personalities and variety in the classroom setting as well. So some examples of brainy creativity um, could be like using brainies, creating their own gestures for vocabulary words, using brand new academic vocabulary, or maybe finding new and exciting ways to show kindness. And um, just as a teacher, you know, one way that you could show um, creativity is maybe with your mirrors. And, you know, there's different sets of mirrors. So you will have to go and check that out. I'm not going to spill that. I'll let you guys do some research, but (laughs) you can get creative with um, those mirror words as well. So yeah. And that's great. Yeah. And that create, you bring up a good point because that creativity, even like we talked about at the very beginning of some of our podcasts and like with that whole brain teaching cycle, and we've talked about, you know, using different voices and. Right, exactly. And I mean, this is just my flair on it, but brainy creativity. I tried on those Fridays, I tried to carve out about maybe 15, 20 minutes that they can um, create something with their sim Legos or draw a picture, just kind of kind of a creativity time that they can choose to do whatever they want. So that's, I mean, that's just my flair on it. I mean, I know schedules are tight. Yeah. Um, it's usually the kids that have their work all caught up. So mm-hmm. it also gives 15 to 20 minutes of time for kids that maybe need to get some work done. So don't feel like that's something that you have to do, or that's tied into whole brain teaching, but that's just something that I do to add a little creativity to their day too. That's great. That's a great idea. All right, so we finished up with this Friday brainy creativity. How can we start our day with each of these virtues? Yeah, so like I had said earlier, um, I definitely want to encourage everyone who's listening to go to Whole Brain Teaching, go to the website and download that virtue calendar because it is free, just like everything else with Whole Brain Teaching on that website. These posters are free. And part of my calendar helper's job each day in my classroom is to change the virtue calendar virtue of the day. So when they're changing out the calendar, they're also changing what our virtue of the day is. So during our open, during our morning opening, um, we may discuss how we can show that particular virtue that day. I may just read it off the poster. I may take um, examples from some of the students that maybe they have used or they've seen other students use. Um, I've also used sentence stems on my smart board as part of our peace circle when we, that include those virtues. So a possible sentence stem could be today, I will show glorious kindness by blank. And you can turn that into a double whammy or a triple whammy sentence, 
however much time you want to allow for that. But asking your kids how they're going to show glorious kindness with that sentence stem, or you can even say, um, I like, for example, if you and I were partners in the classroom, I, I might put a sentence stem, stem up there that says blank can show glorious kindness because, or blank shows invincible grit when she, and then I would put your name in there. So Rhonda shows invincible grit when she um, keeps trying, even though those math problems are really hard for her. So it's a way that like you were talking about earlier that we can give those compliments to one another. We can actually show glorious kindness to um, our partner, our friends in our classroom by giving them those deep compliments. So as we go around Peace Circle, students can then just share their sentence stems with the class. I like that, that idea of incorporating that I mean, you're doing compliments, but you're doing oral writing. I mean, it's just all weaved in there together. Mm-hmm. Now, something Stephanie um, mentioned on our podcast about Alpha Hawks is doing some oral writing with her to our Alpha Hawks about mm-hmm. how we will show that daily virtue in class on a given day. It could also be used as like a journal mm-hmm. entry that you could do where you're taking that oral writing and then applying it to your written work. So there's a lots of ideas on how to show these virtues in our classroom. And we'd love for our listeners to leave us some ideas on Facebook pages, maybe about how they're doing it as well. Yeah. I think anytime our listeners can share their ideas with us on what's working, that doesn't, that not only helps us, but that really helps the entire um, whole brain teaching community because, right, because like we were talking earlier, sometimes you get into a rut yeah. of doing the same thing the same way. You get bored with it. So, you know, your, your students are getting bored with it. So sometimes um, seeing things on Facebook, you know, gives us another idea, gives us, an, you know, another strategy or variety to use. And that keeps us all fresh and your students will appreciate it too, I think as well. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, how can we use other whole brain teaching strategies like in conjunction with virtue calendar? I think we've mentioned a couple things, but mm-hmm. what other whole brain teaching strategies do you think we can use in conjunction with that virtue calendar? Well, you can definitely reward improvement in that virtue with a star on that super improver card. Mm-hmm. Include the daily virtue, like maybe in math problems, writing prompts, and when analyzing characters in a story. Um, help students to identify these um, virtues in a concrete, specific way, not just during a 20-minute character lesson once a week, but mm-hmm. every day in every lesson. And as we discussed on all our podcasts, how can we implement the virtue calendar in a virtual classroom? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, because we don't want to leave out those virtual teachers. No, because no, there's a lot of them out there. Yes, and honestly... Um, there's been a lot of people that have been transitioning between face-to-face and then they go virtual or they've been virtual and then they're going face-to-face. So I think it's important to mention both types of teaching scenarios. So I think that's, that is the beauty of brain teaching that everything we do can be used either face-to-face or virtually. So each day when you meet with your students online, you can start Um, by discussing the virtue, just like we would in our face-to-face classrooms, and how you can show each uh, in your virtual community. Um, Things such as being on time, framing up, 
Um, staying on mute until you're called upon, using big gestures, um, still even in the virtual classroom, using those manners, turning quickly to teach your imaginary partner or just even rule number one, following directions quickly. Um, one thing, even though you're not face-to-face, -face, still helping a student who may be struggling to answer something on screen or even helping that student who may be a little bit shy turning their camera on, encouraging them with that invincible grit. Um, also, just as, as a virtual student myself, something I could do is be sure I'm completing all my work. Um, the virtues really do cover all the aspects of the classroom, no matter how you are currently teaching, whether face-to-face -face or virtually. These, vir these virtues can be woven into any classroom setting. Right. And I don't want those virtual teachers to think, oh, I'm virtual, so I can't do this. Right. Because I think it's important, even in the virtual um, classroom, to be able to, they still need these virtues mm -hmm. each and every day. And Absolutely. I think they'll be surprised if they start implementing them, the difference it will make in their Absolutely. virtual classroom. Absolutely. Well, Laura, this has been a great discussion. Yeah. It reminds me and confirms my commitment to implementing the virtues every day in my classroom. So where can our listeners find out more about the virtues we talked about today? Yeah, so definitely, as we've mentioned throughout this podcast, head over to wholebrainteaching.com, download those virtue calendar, that virtue calendar for free. Um, they're really pretty colors. They give you examples under on each of the posters um, to help you spur on some conversation in your mm -hmm. classroom. Also be sure to check out our Facebook pages like we've mentioned here. Um, there's one for every grade level plus super improver plus um, if you're teaching virtual there's a virtual Facebook page just for you so definitely check those out and also Instagram pages for all the latest tips and like you said Rhonda people will leave um, examples of what they're doing in their classroom so we can we can get a fresh perspective on how to do things. So definitely check those out, whether you're in your classroom, virtually or in person, however you are teaching. These are great resources to have. And as always, we are thankful that you have joined us today for this podcast. Yes, we are. And don't forget to like and follow us on your favorite podcast app. Also, be sure to share this podcast with anyone in education, teachers, homeschool parents, virtual teachers, principals, and administrators. We'll be back in a couple weeks with an exciting new episode. Until then, thank you for listening.